Moncrief on News Talk. Something very significant happened in the latest episode of Succession. Don't worry, don't turn off the radio. Stop, stop. Don't worry. I'm not going to tell you exactly what happened. But John Fardy, News Talk presenter, movie expert. When should I be allowed to tell people what happened in Succession? I would certainly suggest wait until this series is over. Uh, And I thankfully watched it yesterday, but by God, if I hadn't, I I think I would have known what happened. And I'm really, I hope we're on the same page with this, Kieran. For the next however many minutes we talk, we're going to go out of our way not to spoil what happened in succession. Are we agreed? No, yeah, let's let's not do it. I, I I, I was kind of tossing up whether we might just tell people to turn off the radio but then I thought you know from a commercial point of view there's probably not great sense <laughs> in telling people to turn off their radio uh, while we're live on radio so we just won't give it away but um, I suspect lots of people John already know what happened without having seen it because I yeah. I found out what happened and then I actually went looking for the most egregious example of it and I found <laughs> a headline that literally said exactly what happened. You know, where to now for succession after XXX <laughs> in the headline. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And you see, it, it's the world we live in because if this was, I don't know, 20 years ago, it, it would be dripping much slower. But you're literally woken up and there's alerts on your phone telling you what happened in the age of smart media and social media media, it's really hard to stay away from this kind of stuff. You'll notice that, and we've kind of done it here, even though we're promising not to give spoilers, you know, people say on radio shows, and particularly in articles now when they review stuff, spoiler alert, and also, like, please stop reading this. This, like, people, like, (laughs) places like The Guardian and The Telegraph, they pinpoint it and signpost it because people get really annoyed by it. And it's a, it's, I guess it's a symptom of the times. We've more stuff than ever to watch, I guess. So it's more likely that it's going to happen, if you know what I mean. Because there are lots of people out there who, to this day, for various reasons, haven't watched Breaking Bad, for instance, right? And, you know, people who are mired in TV and stuff like me just assume everyone has. But there are lots of people who haven't because there's so many choices. So, you know, I'm saying give it until the end of the series, at least it's aired. But in a way, you know, maybe never give spoilers unless we're talking about The Empire Strikes Back or Chinatown or Citizen Kane or something like that or, you know, The Sixth Sense. But I mean, certainly with TV shows, I really err on the side of trying yeah. to give a little way as possible. It, it's in Because this would have been more of a conversation. You mentioned movies there. It would have been in the context of movies because people would have watched them at different times. It's only, it's a relatively recent thing now that people watch TV shows at different times. I mean, Terry Wogan famously used to come on the radio after every episode of Dallas and talk about what had just happened in Dallas because people weren't watching it on demand or binge watching it or watching it on repeat or on plus one or anything like that. Everyone had seen it. 
Yeah, but the funny thing is the flip side of that was if you hadn't seen it, God knows when you were next going to see it. So if you were watching exactly. to see who finally shot J.R. in 1980 and you happened to miss that episode, God knows it was probably three years or maybe longer or someone had taped it, as we used to say, on VHS or Betamax or something like that, you know. So it's very much the change world. You know, a while ago, not to, not to change tack here, but Hugh Bonneville stopped an interview I did with with them because I'd given a spoiler uh, of the movie he was interviewing no way. about. So yeah, and he's a very nice guy. And the same thing happened about two no, years and, ago. And was he quasi annoyed with you? Slightly, yeah. And he said, we're going to have to take that out. Like you've just given away a... And I had, and it was my bad entirely. And he was in his rights to do it. Worse than that was uh, the creator of The Sopranos, David Chase. There was a Sopranos movie about two years ago. And he's quite a prickly fellow at the best of times. And I had given, I suppose in retrospect, a significant plot development in the movie. And he said, no, 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 stop. And I didn't think the interview would go continue to go on, got we banner back on side. So I might be precious about this, but TV and filmmakers are even more so, I can assure you. Uh, Deirdre Malumbi is with us as well, the pop culture and entertainment expert. Deirdre, have you a hard and fast rule? Let's let's take succession then for for uh, an example. When will you openly start talking about what happened in the latest episode? Yeah, the funny thing is, succession did actually end up being a bit spoiled for me because I have been desperately binging the show, trying to catch up. And I'm only at the start of the third season. So now it is a little spoiled for me. But, you know, I do think that there is something to spoilers in that, you know, other aspects of, you know, a, a respected um, TV show or book or, 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 or a movie, like the characters and the plot and, uh, plot and the narration and other elements of the production should be such that, you know, it doesn't really matter if you inevitably know how it ends. And I mean, another example here that you can look at is there are so many like prequel theories and movies that are coming out at the moment, the likes of House of the Dragon and Rings of Power, uh, Better Call Skull would have wrapped recently. And in that case, if you know the lore behind, you know, those respective shows, then you know ultimately how it ends. But because they're so well made and because you are so invested um, in those characters, in those performances, in that story, it doesn't matter too much that it is spoiled. And the other side of it is that as much as there are, you know, many people who are annoyed by spoilers, there's another other faction of fans out there who absolutely love spoilers, who will go out of their way to look up, you know, the ending of a, a show or a movie in order to keep up with the conversation. But also some people find the suspense of spoilers, of not knowing whether something is going to end badly or oh, happily. Yeah. I know, find I know someone who does that stressful. with books. They, yeah. um, Stephanie Preisner, she said on this show only a couple of weeks ago, she'll read the end of a book before the start of it because she doesn't like the tension in the book. She just likes the kind of the the process of, of learning the story, but she doesn't like the tension yeah. being ramped up. So she'll find out in advance what happens. Yeah, and horror is another example of that. You know, like if you don't particularly like that genre, but for whatever reason you've been forced to watch a horror movie, it might help to, you know, know who, when is go someone is going to be killed when and by what means, you know, it just takes away that amount of uh, stress, I suppose. Uh, I mean, we have to be cognizant as well. I mentioned, John, the fact that this is now a, a feature of television the way it always was with film. Like, the way people watch as well is different. There's people who are watching Succession week in, week out. It's not like you can just give it a couple of weeks either because a lot of people are letting it build up and they're going to watch it in, in one go at the end, aren't they? 
Yeah, some people are, but what I actually have you see, and I maybe I'm I'm old. Well, I am, but but I'm old fashioned as well. Like I, this idea of finding out what happens before it happens just seems baffling to me. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I still want a beginning, middle and end. And that's kind of the whole point of a story, I thought. So knowing the last line of a book just seems anathema to me. But anyway, but the interesting thing about succession is in a weird kind of way, despite how you know, modern viewing habits are, there's something very old fashioned in it that there's still a kind of appointment, even though people are, you know, watching it on catch up. There are people who are staying up till I think it's two in the morning on a Sunday night to watch it live so mm. they can get that because you can still do that. And interestingly enough, and it's slightly off topic, but Netflix, Chris Rock's most recent special where he addresses the whole slap by Will Smith. And it's a pretty good one, actually. Uh, they they streamed that live. It was the first time they ever done it. So it's it seems like a paradox, but I think there's actually people are returning in some fashion, despite all the the mm. choice, to actually wanting to tune into something semi liveish in a way. So it's it's a complicated space. Uh, Deirdre, I, is the the most recent example of that before Succession? It's possibly Game of Thrones, was it? The final season of Game of Thrones. People used to stay up and watch that, or get up at the crack of dawn. And having recorded it overnight, watch it, didn't they? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I would have been in that um, in that faction of fans, absolutely. Because I suppose it would have been, you know, airing live in the States or whatever. And then we would only get it like first thing in the morning. But yeah, I would have been one of those people who was getting up at the crack of dawn to watch uh, the latest Game of Thrones episode. Because it's just, you know, as we've been talking about, it's just absolutely impossible to avoid uh, spoilers now. Everything is shared online. Everything goes on social media. There are even memes and jokes about major plot points. So it's just absolutely impossible to avoid spoilers and succession probably is the most recent example of getting of us getting something that's kind of uh week on week you know that kind of live tv thing and it'll be interesting to see if netflix like follow suit uh for example with their series uh love is blind which is kind of their big you know uh reality dating series they're mm. showing at the moment but for the latest season they're only dropping a few episodes per week and for the very last episode of the current season they're doing this live event so again they're trying to bring back this event TV. You have to tune in every week to find out, you know, who's going to end up with who. Will they end up going down the aisle, etc. So it is interesting that even they're kind of, you know, looking at maybe dropping, you know, a whole season at mm. a time isn't the right direction to go in anymore because people really enjoy kind of keeping up with um, the conversation and talking about the latest. And yeah, spoilers is a big part of that uh, conversation, whether to hold back on it or not. Is it a spoiler, Deirdre, to tell people that there's going to be a huge twist or something huge happening in an episode? I don't think it's a spoiler to say there's going to be a twist, but I do think it is a, it is a spoiler to give away the twist. Like whenever I'm, you know, reviewing a, a TV series or movie, I will go out of my way to avoid talking about that spoiler by all means, because people do get very, very annoyed by it. But at the same time, if you're talking about a TV series or movie extensively, whether it's, you know, in a conversation or in a long form article, it's very difficult to work your way around spoilers, particularly when they're a big part of the uh, plot 
plot points. So it is that bit like trickier. And true crime is another example that, you know, comes to mind here. Because, for example, there might be some big crime story happening in the news at the moment. And then you hear that there is, you know, a series that's going to come out about it. Like, is that a spoiler? Has it already Mm. been spoiled by the very nature of reality? So it is a tricky one. But I'll usually try to avoid spoilers myself because I I prefer watching the story unravel. And I'll avoid talking about spoilers because I know they really, really seem to irk people. But John, do do you know what I mean when I when I ask the question whether you're you're not giving the game away, but you're giving something away by telling people in fact there's going to be a huge twist, aren't you? Oh like, no, you, you, you absolutely. People are. listening to you're this absolutely. now who haven't watched the latest episode of Succession, <laughs> I'm not going to give it away, but they could probably write down a list of five possible things, and it's going to yeah. be one of them. Yeah, they're all aliens. Ah, see what I did there? Don't be spoiler. No, but. <laughs> The thing about it is, and I know you're going to go for us, but, you know, trying to review stuff sometimes where there's a huge spoiler can be really tricky. I remember doing something a while ago and the guy I had reviewing basically stopped after about three minutes and said, I'm not going to say anymore because it'd be a spoiler. And you're like, well, how are we going to review this? So it can be very tricky, as Deirdre says, when a huge part of the film or the TV show is this kind of narrative turn and yet you can't give it away. I suppose the way to do it is just say something very vague, like something amazing and incredible happens but I but I can't tell you about right. it you know well, yeah. isn't, Another example yeah. would be like, say, if you're interviewing talent, like I remember when I was um, interviewing Liam Neeson for Silence. And if you've seen that film, it is very, very difficult to ask <laughs> Liam Neeson about his character in Silence unless you have seen the entire film and particularly that last act. So, yeah, it's it's not an easy job to avoid spoilers. So do feel, you know, a little bit of sympathy for us. We're trying to keep it as spoiler free for you guys as possible. All right. Well, listen, uh, John didn't give it away. They're not all aliens in succession. It turns out Logan Roy is Tyler Durden. Anyway, John Farty, News Talk <laughs> presenter, Deirdre Malumbi, pop culture and entertainment expert. Thanks a million, folks. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.